Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Charmed Life Podcast. I'm your host, Trisha Carr, and this is a mini episode. It's an excerpt from a recent Mystic Arts Academy class in which a student asked a two-part question about how to connect with spirit guides and how to have a meditation practice when your mind seems to keep wandering. I hope you enjoy it. So how you can connect with your spirit guides. The short answer of it is that it is working in that plane of the creative or the imaginal. And that can happen that can happen while you're conscious and awake too. But it is the devotional practice that tends to help us to tune to that. And so your question if you know, do eventually I have I have trouble meditating and basically putting down the thoughts. And so, yes, with meditation or uh, getting into that space where you're able to put down the con the conscious mind, it is in a, it will in a sense take practice because we are so conditioned to have activated that conscious mind all the time. What really benefits the success, eventual success of meditation and being able to have the conscious mind stand down to bypass the critical mind and to get to that subconscious mind which is what we experience as the spirit realm or the spirit mind or the creative mind the imaginal realm is really its habituation so consistency and it doesn't have to be a, a lot of time that you do daily but if you are daily setting the intention and going and sitting for, I, I, I think a good measure for it is 15 minutes. Now, like I said, it's not about time or how long you do it. On the other hand, we, we can hack the principle of time in order to become timeless, <laughs> if, that's, if that makes sense. So we go ahead and give ourselves the structure so that we can help the intention and the new habit to begin to now condition to become conditioned to that, to become deconditioned from the old uh, habit of how the conscious mind is ruling, and then to allow ourselves to shift basically the really the neural pathways, the brain will start to shift, and to shift the habits and the thinking and feeling, the way the energy is flowing. So to, on the practical side, I have found that morning time is easiest uh, because you haven't started the deluge of the thoughts from the previous day. When we sleep, we remove our awareness and our identity to the conscious mind and even to physical reality. And so we remove it from that and when we emerge again, it's softened our orientation to it. So we haven't started the 80,000 thoughts from the day before and that's really how many we have, 60,000 to 80,000 every single day. And once those get going, it can, be, it can be more challenging because it's like this freight train now that's going. So if you can do it earlier in the day or closer to morning, um, David G. says his measurement for when to meditate is R-A-W and R-P-M. So R-A-W is right after work. So he says to do it after you finish working. And R-P-M is right, uh, rise, P meditate. Because <laughs> you're not going to be able to meditate if your bladder's full. <laughs> um, so... If you just give yourself 15 minutes and, again, hack time, hack the idea of I don't have time or how much time by actually using time. So set a timer for 15 minutes, put it aside, because if you have a timer going, then you're not going to be wondering how long you've been there. 
and sit. And you could do a guided meditation if you like, or you could sit and breathe, or you can walk through some kind of process of, you know, what what is self-guided basically, where you maybe you do some practice of of rooting and grounding and bringing in light and balance, whatever, you know, you can, I can point you to one of my basic meditations. It's even on my YouTube channel if you want to learn yourself, but a guided meditation. And even if your mind is wandering, the whole guided meditation and the thoughts are going, my, my best friend, Crystal Ann Compton says, if you sat there for 15 minutes and you had five seconds where your mind actually was able to get out of the way, all 15 minutes count because you are retraining the mind. And another way to look at it is if you wanted to, if you weren't a runner, but you wanted to run the marathon in six months and you got out and you ran around the block and you're like, wow, I'm sore and I was not fast. I guess I'm not a runner. You have to keep doing it. It's going to suck. The first block is going to suck. And then, you know, but after about two weeks of consistency, you'll have trained the muscles. You'll have trained the energy. This is actually how we operate now. And then you'll get stronger. The, the mind is the same way. It will start to learn that it is time to stand down and your intention of connecting to those realms of the subconscious will start to come online. So guidance, guide, guide tracks are a really great way to do that or if you are one who wants to learn to self-induce um, and everything. That's how I actually did it. I didn't, I, I, I just uh, worked on some principles of doing it myself and then, um, but the consistency will train the conscious mind that it's time to stand down. And again, remembering that if you sat for 15 minutes and your mind was going, you still were in the process of meditation. So you can still say that all 15 minutes counted. Okay, so having done that, now that you have your practice going, then that is essentially what, when we're in the subconscious realm, which is the imaginal realm, where you'll begin to connect with spirit guides, if that's your intention. And not everyone has that intention. It is the mindfulness portal that we need to cross in order to be able to be in the realm of the whole mind. Becoming mindful means that the mind isn't running us anymore, so it can be a focus. And if you were in hypnotherapy, then it would be actually a disorganization. I would disorganize your conscious mind a little bit, and then you would be able to connect with the subconscious mind. Either way works. When we are now in a, having our meditation practice and we have the intention to call forth a guide, the first time that I had the intention to call forth a guide, I was in my meditation, and a really great way to start is with a happy place or a place of your own, a beautiful place in your imaginal realm, and to be in there for a while and just be appreciating that and loving that. And that will become a fertile place for your experiencing. And then from there, call forth a guide, but have no expectations. So when I first went in and I was, I'd already had my happy place, and I was like, I have the intention of meeting a guide, you know, uh, at the time my teacher called it a master guide, someone who could be like a benchmark for me. And I went in to that meditation that first day that I had the intention and I just, no one showed up. It was just my happy place again. And I just decided, okay, perfect. So now I've set the intention and we're walking toward one another. The journey has begun. And then just keep thinking the journey has begun and validating and affirming it. Because again, it, can, it will only happen by your I am energy, not your I am not energy. I am not is a stop sign. Your guides of light, uh, just your guides, they are only going to come in like the still small voice. And they will only come in with, your, with the affirmation of your I am energy. And so when someone says, I am trying, 
that means I'm not doing, I'm not mm-hmm. being, to connect with my, I'm not saying you're saying this, I'm just, right. I, but this is common. I'm trying to connect with my guides, but I'm not able to. There must be something wrong with me. That's all, energy is literal. All of those things are now activated. Just think of each day that you're doing it, a step a on that path, you're journeying toward it, even if you're at the place, even when you're at the place of, I am, I'm sitting to meditate, I'm sitting for 15 minutes, and I have a guide track, and just know if you have a guide track, whether it's music or voice, then just let your focus on, have the intention to focus on whatever the, the guidance is. And when your mind wanders, you'll notice it. And when you notice it, you're in meditation. Because that is your conscious mind then observing the intention of being in the subconscious. Now your mind is actually starting to work together. When you notice that your mind has wandered, then you bring it back to focus. If it's a word or if it's a sound of in the music or your breath, whichever way you're doing it, you are moving into the meditative state. You are at a step of meditation. And, and then if I expand it out, just being in your practice, having the intention is a step on that journey and you're walking toward it. And that's every part, every step of the journey is, is the experience. Mm-hmm.